uh, nice to see you over Zoom again. Nice to see you too, Sean. Oh, I should have said nice to see you to Sarah, and then people know who we are. They do now. So story day. I love story day. It's our story day for Slab. Uh, and we've got stories to share. They're your stories. We have. So I'm going to jump in and go first because we've got a lovely story. Quite a fun one. And this was sent into us by Molly. And she says, I used to live in a terrace house. And when I was little, I'd sometimes paint my dad's face with face paint. One night around 11pm, <laughs> he went round to the neighbour's house to tell them to turn their music down. Dad was surprised at how quickly they turned their music down. And... The expression on the neighbor's face when he opened the door, only to realize when he got back home that he'd forgotten to wash the pirate makeup off his face <gasps> that she had put on him a few hours previously. <laughs> that is, that is brilliant. Is that? <laughs> yeah, that neighbor yeah. was definitely Excellent. terrified. <laughs> I think that's how we should all go and talk to our neighbors. Pirated up. Yeah, definitely. Right, let me just find a story for you. Okay. Oh, this is a really long one. Are you ready? I'm, I'm buckled up and I'm ready. The man who used to live next door to my mum was severely odd. He used to get really angry about mum's dogs barking. I think we had five of them at the time, but he also knew that when he moved in and I assume he knew that dogs would bark. So, sure. so he would throw stones at them over the fence and keep ringing the RSPCA on us. He would then turn up and be like, well... These are some well-looked-after dogs. Guess your neighbour is insane. Sounds like it. Sure, yeah. He also once turned up on the doorstep and screamed in my brother-in-law's face about him speeding on his motorbike down the road. And he 100% wouldn't have been going over 30 by the time he got to the end of the lane because otherwise he wouldn't be able to turn onto um, Mum's drive. Called him a cunt and tried to punch him in the face. Oh my God. Then a few hours later, the police turned up to speak to my brother-in-law because Mr Next Door claimed that he'd assaulted him. Oh, right. Yeah. He used to film us all driving down the lane and was once leaning against the garden fence filming me when I got home from a driving <gasps> lesson. So I was 17. I burst into tears when my mum went round to confront him and he pretended not to be in. But my favourite is that my mum bought me a trampoline for my 16th birthday and it never arrived. When that she rang the company and they said, oh, your neighbour, Mr. So-and-so signed for it. When my mum said we had no neighbour with that name, they looked into it. Turns out Mr Next Door signed for it under a fake name, never told us it was there, and then rang the company a week later under another fake name to say if they didn't remove it from his property, he'd call the police. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. He would also aggressively swear at us every time we drove past us. And she writes, sorry for the essay. I love to talk about Mr Next Door. And that comes from Emma. Wow, Mr. Next Door sounds awful. Yeah. That's insane. Oh, I'm so glad that my neighbour isn't Mr. Next Door. <laughs> no, yeah, me too. <laughs> he is a nightmare neighbour. Okay, so here we go. Another long one. But I think I think this is really good because people have obviously got experiences to share. Mm. So, one second. Let me get to the beginning. Mm. When I was living in Lincoln... I lived on a very steep street and used to drive to work every day. Everybody on the street had a car, so our cars were parked very tight and the street was very steep. One day, I was returning from work and I parked my car and started down the path to my house and my neighbour burst out of his house and immediately started shouting at me. He told me that I had hit his car with mine as I was parking and had scratched his car. I was surprised. Pretty sure I hadn't touched his car. I'm sorry, I've got a dog hair in my mouth. You don't want, you don't want to eat dog hair, Sean. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised because I was pretty sure I hadn't touched his car. And I told him that, but I suggested we go and have a look at the cars and look for damage. He pointed to a silver scratch on his dark coloured car. 
I pointed out that my car was green, not silver, so couldn't have possibly made the scratch he was pointing at. At this mm. point, it was clear that he had not seen me, not seen me scratch his car, but that he was very upset with me because apparently I'd parked too close to him on a regular basis. He was saying everything to me at top volume and very close to me in a very aggressive manner. I was trying to be polite in return, but it wasn't long before I lost my cool. <laughs> I walked away from him, pointing out that at any point in the past month that we had been living next to each other and been parking next to each other, he could have said something. He could have mentioned it politely. Yeah. I slammed the door and we never spoke again. Wow. And that was from Anna. And she says, uh, P.S. Lincoln is actually a very nice town with awesome pubs. And I had a very good time living there. He didn't spoil my experience, even though it was a shame that we couldn't have just talked about it like normal people. He stewed on his resentment until he was so angry that he was purple and spitting and shouting at me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Poor Anna. Yeah. That sounds horrendous. Poor Anna. But I'm glad she enjoyed living in Lincoln, though, despite that. Right. Let's find a story for you. Okay, so this one's from somebody called Stephen, and they've just written that they have a neighbour a few doors down who kicked her own front door in when she was pissed. And also, one of her mates slashed another neighbour's car tyres. Nice. Oh, my God. That's really bad, isn't it? That's pretty bad. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Another one for you. It's another um, neighbour car related one. When we moved in, we parked our moving van in front of the neighbour opposite's house and didn't think anything of it. The next morning, after our first night there, she came out of her house and started hurling a barrage of abuse about how her husband had to park his car 50 yards to the right around the corner because she can't walk and he's had it broken into multiple times. When Ryan politely pointed out she could have come over and asked us to move it, she went, oh, that's how it is, is it? What? So now if she sees me park my car anywhere near her house, she starts going off at me saying, don't you dare park your car in front of my house. You don't give a fuck about me. I have told her in no uncertain terms that no, I don't give a fuck. She regularly walks out of her house and goes on the piss. <laughs> she most definitely can walk. Excellent. Yeah, wow, what a neighbour. But how stressful must that be? Like having to like... That must be really every day having to deal with that. And also for the woman herself to be like constantly watching where people are parking. Jesus. I know. Get a hobby, love. Get a hobby. No, other than drinking and watching people park. Exactly. Right. Okay. So this next one's from Steph. Um, And Steph says, I used to have a nurse neighbour who lived upstairs. She was really loud, clomping up and down the stairs, occasionally bringing men men friends home with her. It used to often sound like she was moving furniture around or exercising a lot. Sometimes it sounded like she was roller skating around her flat. (laughs) Um, My indoor cat went missing once and despite her being home, she refused to open the door and we knocked and then buzzed to ask if she'd seen him. She used to run down the stairs in the morning and would often slam the communal front door on our faces. Nice. She'd never say hi or make eye contact if we passed her in the corridor on the street. 
the downstairs neighbour used to say, she's so volatile. Ooh. I'll listen to this. She inspired me to write a novel in 2012. It's still in draft form, but maybe I should publish. Yes, Steph, you should. Yes, Steph, get that published. Wow, that, that is wow. What a neighbour. At least Steph has made a positive out of yeah. um, an awful neighbour writing a novel. So we've had someone send in anonymously Ooh. a newspaper article and have said oh I'm so excited that they used to live below this person many years ago and it's written by the Manchester Evening News uh, 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 and the title is the fire obsessed woman who terrorized neighbors by threatening to torch their homes during lockdown Ooh. wow when a resident suggested that Garland Pamela Robinson stayed indoors. She threatened to torch one house, <laughs> tried to firebomb a car, filled a boiling kettle of water at another neighbour. Wow. And then aimed a vile homophobic tirade at another neighbour. Wow. A drunk, fire-obsessed mum. It says mum of 60, but I think that the MEN mean that she is 60. I can't imagine that she's had 60 kids. It seems improbable. She launched a terrifying camp- campaign... Uh, at her neighbours three weeks into the first lockdown. Uh, Blah, 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 a lot of repeating. You know how newspapers are. Yeah, they are a bit, aren't they? The aspiring artist Mm. who has been disowned by her three grown-up children and who has 46 previous convictions, including arson, and has been jailed for her campaign of intimidation. Oh, my God. While her neighbours were trying to observe lockdown restrictions in Miles Platting, Robinson was spotted outside her home. And when one resident suggested she should be inside, she is said to have shouted, I will stick a light up your arse, pour petrol and set you on fire. Laugh, but that's awful. (laughs) (laughs) And that was that she shouted that at a woman who was trying to look after her young kids at the time. Oh, no, that's awful. Robinson went back into her home and emerged two hours later, around 2pm, with a washing-up bowl with a burning tea towel in it. She placed the flaming bowl under a neighbour's car and then turned to go back inside. But another neighbour saw what was happening and retrieved the bowl and threw it away and asked Robinson what she was doing. The defendant said nothing and returned home. Uh, moments later, Robertson emerged from her property with a boiling wow. kettle and threw the boiling water at the neighbour who'd managed to take the burning rag away. <laughs> Robertson wasn't finished. She then launched a vile homophobic tirade at yet another neighbour who was walking down the street towards her, her driveway. And I'm not going to repeat what she said because... Please don't. The tirade left the man in tears, the court was told. One uh, in the impact statement in court, one neighbour expressed their shock at their neighbour from hell. Uh, One neighbour said she had struggled to sleep at night because she was so worried about what Robinson would do to them. The court heard that Robinson had 46 previous convictions to her name. Um, Antisocial behaviour, including assault, drunk and disorderly, threatened behaviour, harassment, public order offences with a weapon and being drunk on a plane. Uh, She has been jailed previously for 27 months for arson and then later for seven and (gasps) and a half years for causing another fire by pushing a burning cocktail Molotov through the door. What is a Molotov? Um, I just got it off the films. (laughs) I don't really know. (laughs) 
makes fire burning makes fire, fire cocktail. Fire. i was like thinking like you know like a zombie cocktail i was like that's not gonna do much damage let's see that's that's a good like cocktail on fire but a <laughs> molotov cocktail's not so yeah there we go that's the story of the lady from Miles Platting, who was jailed for two years. Pretty full on, wow. right? She likes a fire. <laughs> sure does. Some good stories this week, they were really good. Really enjoyed that. So if anyone's got any more, write in. Tell us about your neighbourino stories. Or also you could tell us about... What did we talk about this week on the podcast, Sean? <laughs> well, Sarah, I would like to tell you. <laughs> we have been surviving stalking stalking yes it was stalking so, oh my god that was literally three days ago <laughs> this is what lockdown's doing to me I have no idea <laughs> yeah. so yeah maybe write in about your lockdown brain or stalking or any any uh subject yeah, really yeah anything we'll read out your stories we enjoy them <laughs> all right then well got nothing else to say so all that's left to say is don't set your neighbours on fire and keep, keep on, on surviving. surviving. <laughs> I was being a metronome. I like it when you're a metronome. 